a generous gin. That's I always do that. Is that bad? Then I go to the top. Wow. Is that okay? <laughs> I was gonna say this. This is this is my current whiskey glass. Right. When I have whiskey, that's where I tend to fill the whiskey to. Oh shit. And then the rest is coke. And after about three of them. shouldn't have that notch there, then. They shouldn't have that notch there. You shouldn't have that notch there. It's the glass designer's fault, mate. How, how did, how did Grolsch not take into consideration <laughs> gin proportions <laughs> when designing their glass? Here we go with I don't know why I write intro at the top of this every week. As if it's like I could miss you I could misuse this in life somewhere else. Anyway. Eulogy. Yeah. Oh god. Imagine this. So I step up to the lectern. Here we go with week sixty-one of every number one ever. Further into the murk, pushing forth into another year. And what a year it'll be. Grievers mourners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Forget what we've been through, and there has been some glory, but what's still in the can? Well, Winifred Atwell's The Poor People of Paris, The Kinks, You Really Got Me, Benny Hill's Ernie, Johnny Maths, Johnny Maths, When a Child is Born, and Simply Red's Fairground all remain untouched. Can you bear the excitements of which ones we'll declare as? Fine. Which ones will cruelly throw to the flames? Where are we going to be in the kitchen? Are we going to be in the fridge like milk or drowning in bin juice? Could we even be undecided and sat on the fence in the middle of the kitchen? Will we make the right decisions to help stay out of the cucumber castle? Who will have to wear the dildo hat this week? Right, wait, have they gone? Right, great. I've successfully scared off the New Year New Podcast listeners, so let's get down to it. You guys know how this works. I would 100% listen to a podcast that has a dildo hat. (laughs) I mean, how does one do that in audio format? Are we just slapping it against the mic to let them know it's there? (laughs) Just just, just like meat. Just just slap the meat. (laughs) That's one hell of a sting right there. We need to find a use for the dildo hat at some point. Anyway, they've gone, so um, you know how this works. Nine songs, three each, disgusting, the kept top bin. Meet my co-hosts in a hastily written rhyming couplet this week. Oh, wow. Uh, and I don't know Craig's height, so I've guessed it. Here we go. He's a lovely man at the height of 5'11". Happy songs are his musical heaven. It's Craig Lowe. 5'11", yeah, well, Craig. You did it. You, you were right. Yeah, correct. Get correct in, 5'11". <clears throat> Eats his tea with a plastic spark. Here's a doctor at the University <laughs> of York. Dr. Liam Maloney. <laughs> Thank you. Right, um, new year, new you, lads. Uh, new UTIs, new- maybe. <laughs> Uh, is there anything we're looking forward to encountering this year on the pod? What's the first thing that jumps to mind that we we haven't unfilled or uncovered yet? I've got one. I'll, can I go first? I'll, Free the Pain's Band of Gold. I'll be running one? up oh, the, f- the... Yes, it was a number one. Oh, I'll be running that right up your flagpole this year. As, as always, Madness's House of Fun. We've not had it yet, have we, Craig? Liam, anything that jumps to mind? Oh, gosh. That's a really tough question. Um, I'm... 
Nope. Nothing at all. Okay. No music at all. No, don't let music. Nothing's Nothing. going in the pantheon this year from Liam. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Everyone's going to listen to this all the way through because we have very fastidious listeners. So if at any point... So they, just don't shout don't out. don't say... Remember what you said a bit. Just shout it, all right? If at any yeah. point, just shout a name of a song. At any point. Um, do you want to name a machine? Today's machine is called... OK, computer. Who'd have thunk that all this time in and we we hadn't been there? I, this did come off the Patreon, but you kind of got to think that it didn't as well because it just existed in life. No pun here. It's just a title of a Radiohead album. Not Craig's favourite, so I'm looking forward to his intros. Anyway, yeah. Mm, okay, well, computer. Seriously, wiki and... Slow by Kylie. Um, there we go. <laughs> let's kick off and we'll start with Craig. Yeah, Yeah, this is going to be fun, isn't it? Fuck me. Uh, My first number one this week is unique number one, number 191. That's a low number, Uh, Craig. Yeah, here we go. Craig's back with Avengers, baby. Happy New Year. This was number one for three weeks from the 18th of March in the year of our Lord, 1965. Okay, computer. Oh, my God. Paranoid facts. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You're so cruel, Liam. You're so cruel going to him so fast. Go on. <laughs> Nothing. Nada. Zip. I mean, one of the most famous bands in the world. Good luck getting it, because I've never heard this fucking track before. Press play. Oh, it's uh, Rolling Stones. The last time. The last time. Yeah, this could be the last time. Maybe the last Just time. Just... I don't know. We shouldn't play too much of that because uh, we'll get sued. Back when the Stones wanted to be the Beatles, uh, this is the Rolling Stones' first ever original A-side, so one that they actually wrote themselves and wasn't a cover. They didn't steal off a black uh, person. Correct. Uh, it's got Mick, Johnny Depp, the dead one, the other dead one, and what's-his-face? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is just, uh, yeah, I, I don't like. I don't like the Stones in in any of their forms, whether it be duck walking, strutting Mick, cocaine Mick, uh, <laughs> wanting to be John Lennon Mick, uh, old man pretending he's still from Hackney Mick. It's all of them can go right in the bin. I hate this. Uh, what do you think, Liam? I'm I really like it. I think last time's a great tune. Um, I, I don't. I don't think it's very Beatlesy, particularly. There's a bit more greff to it than the Beatles managed to achieve. Um, but I suppose the reason this is the re- the only reason I really know this is because of uh, the Verve. The sample that the Verve got into massive trouble for was. Oh, is this the one that is paying Mick forever? Yeah, it was. A, what was it? Was the signed over Andrew Oldham Orchestra yeah, Andrew version Oldham. of? Yeah this tune so not the not the one we just played obviously but um some stupid pointless thing that richard ashcroft didn't clear because he's a moron um yeah and but it's a still decent tune it's not the stones are a difficult band they're never an album band they're an only singles band and this is a strong single and it's nice that it's their first original a-side as well matt echo liam almost entirely apart from i echo what craig said about a beatles thing i know 
it's not exactly chimey, shiny, Mersey beat pop, but it's down that, you know, it's plowing a similar furrow, you know, and this they were keeping fast and hard tabs on the fabs from Liverpool, weren't they? Because they went they went all psych when the Beatles went psych. Let's be honest, they come from about 65 to up until like, Gimme Shelter was the first real break from the Stones that kind of stretch out on their own um, in many respects. Other people might say an earlier song, but you know what? I don't care because it's the Rolling Stones. But no, this is this is no. this is great song. It's it's a Rolling Stones song I really like. Fair enough. Cool. Well, yeah. Yep. No need to say more. Then well, we've we've got off to a banging start there. Let's go to my second number one this week, which is unique number one, number one hundred and twenty-five. Sigh. <laughs> we're, we're we're on a roll. We're on a roll. That's uh, this was number one for three weeks from the thirtieth of August in the year of our Lord nineteen sixty-one. Okay, computer, karma fax. <laughs> Showing as much interest as he did on the album on release. <laughs> Just looking at the fucking track list going, this isn't for me. Uh, yeah, nothing again this week. So, uh, yeah, press play, go on. Hiya, Joe Meek. It's you again. It's Johnny Remember Me. It is Johnny Remember Me. When the mists are rising and the rain is falling. Listen to that tape saturation. Joe Meek actually having a good go at recording a track. Uh, I this is. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even shocked sometimes. <laughs> He did. He did. He did. He did one good one, and then it was like, "Nah, you know what? The rest of them stick them in the toilets." <laughs> oh, so is this our? Is this our last Joe Meek? I hope so. <laughs> no, because we've still got Telstar to come. Oh well, if we're going to let one of the three, and we'll let Telstar in. But fuck me, uh, this is best described by Spike Milligan on Jukebox Jory as the son of Ghost Riders in the Sky. Spike Milligan. Yeah, I mean he's he's got a point. The, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's very much so. Uh, 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 yep, it's, it's it's a lovely death ditty. Yep. Um, Does he die in a in a motorcycle accident? I mean, they they all die in some sort of car slash bike crash, don't yeah, they? I mean, that's, they, you don't get many stabbings in them songs, do you? Many so. stabbings. <laughs> Not like today. <laughs> it's shiv 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 with this lot, isn't it? <laughs> that's your name of your death disc now. Shiv shiv shiv. Uh, I think I've gone on record with my opinion of Joe Meek and his production quote unquote style Uh, yeah this this, again not at all for me but I'm sure Liam will sing its praises in about three seconds yeah so it's I actually really rate this uh, I know the other one I was kind of oh it's Joe Meek got to keep it but no I think Johnny Remember Me is like a proper classic um, one of Terry Fletcher's favourites if memory serves um, mm. I, I love the production on it I love the kind of spectral vocals in the background I think it's a really good tune um, <clears throat> and I quite like a story song as well which is a little bit different for number ones generally I think it's I just think it's a nice nice number I don't, don't get me wrong it's not like thrilled me to my core but I think it's, it's a fairly decent offing, you know, a, a good showing. 
Matthew? Might surprise you here. And I'm going to say it before I change my mind, but pass me the dildo hat. <laughs> I'm going on two to keep. Whoa. Oh. Starting the new year with a vengeance. Are you going to have to expl- explain? It's the last time by the Stones, and there it's fucking Johnny Remember Me. It's brilliant. And you could throw me my tits by Black Eyed Peas, and I wouldn't really care, because I think these two songs need to be in. There you go. Done. I'm in. Cool beans. Excellent. Cool. Right, well, let's waste no more time for Liam to make his decision. <laughs> uh, my third number... Because Craig has <laughs> certainly not decided to stop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, my third number on this week, a little bit later than the... Uh, the first two. I mean, the first one's from 1965, first one from 1961. This is unique number one, number 234. This is from the 18th of May, 1967. So, fuck me, I've had a shitty week again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was number one for three weeks. Um, yeah, okay. Oh. Let, me get, let me get wiki open again so I can look at the track list. <laughs> Every fact in it, right place. <laughs> Don't 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 look behind the curtain. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, okay. Computer exit music for a fact. Oh, lovely. Actually saved one, a good one. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. Nah. There's no on this one as well. Uh, uh, out of the three I've had this week, this is the closest I would have had to keep. But I find this corny as fuck. So press play. <laughs> group I, I would say skip forward another 30 seconds and you'll get it within you will get it when you hit the chorus yes but my eyes still see silence is silence isn't that weird I don't think I've ever heard that but I know the chorus and I know that melody uh, this is the Tremolos with their cover of the Four Seasons. Silence is a golden. Uh, yeah, that's nice harmonies. It's late sixties. I mean, it's probably it, again. It sounds nineteen fifties for nineteen sixty-seven. But it really does actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, out of a poor showing for me personally, this is this is the the best of the three. But. Uh, yeah, I, I, I already know that I'm wi- I'm 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 pissing up the, pissing in the pissing wind. Pissing in with the this wind, one. lad. <laughs> that famous Elton John song. For uh, Diana, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was for Diana that one. Uh, we'll get that this year. Yeah. So. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so, without further ado, I'll let uh, Liam and Matt say that they're keeping it, and we'll move I'm, on to I'm, the next I'm in. Songs. I'm in. Well, Matt's already gone. So. Um, yeah, I know. I'm guessing you're bidding, Craig. Oh, very much so. I mean, this is stinky whiffy for me. <laughs> stinky whiffy, long whiffy. <laughs> stinky whiffy woo for Craig. Um, I can't, I can't bin a really good Stones tune and Johnny Remember you Me. You can, you can though. I could. <laughs> you can though. You just, you say you're going to bin it, and you press a little button in front of you, pretending it's the computer. <laughs> it would be an interesting state of affairs if I did, but <laughs> we're obviously keeping that. No, it needs to be. You kept. press the wrong button. <laughs> Don't tell them how it's done. <laughs> Next up, and uh, let's go, Matthew. 
first up for me this week, unique number one, 202 at the top for two weeks in August of 1965. Oh, I need to keep my voice down for this one because the missus is in and we already know she's a big fan of half of this duo. Um, any further information, okay, computer, before we press play? <laughs> Nothing on this. You will all know it. And I love it when... We are a song is so massively omnipresently famous, but I really don't know what your views are on this. Hit play, let's see. Sonny on Bono. Oh, Liam's hand up. Yeah. Can I go on one, please? <gasps> I've, I've got a bit of a pain in my heart. <laughs> oh, I'm all right. What? Uh, okay, right. Quickly, hold that. Hold that. So you're wearing the dildo hat now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> God, we've gone mental this year already. So that is you really have Sunny and Cher. I got you, babe. Liam, I'm gonna wait because anyone, anyone that goes, can I go on one after four seconds? There's something linked to this. So let let me quickly whip through my bit. Hunter Craig, and we'll we'll close out with you if that's okay. Sun and share, share is share, and will continue to be up until when's she gonna die? April 2031. Shares believe. Who who was Sonny again? Singer, songwriter, actor, politician, weren't they all in the 60s? He certainly had an interesting face and died after skiing into something hard in 1998. <laughs> and here, Sonny thinks he can get away with being Bob Dylan in an impersonation that brings to mind a talking tree like a celebrity singing in an octopus costume or like a ballroom dancer dancing horizontally grinding on a hospital bed after breaking a hip high on morphine and someone put strictly on the thing is i can just hear and i get this a lot in this venture i can just hear this this phrase at the back of my head that just says it's just great pop music and it is verse chorus verse chorus bridge verse chorus and a lush bit at the end in just over three minutes and all in three four time i've lit it's i've seen it listed as folk I've seen it listed as pop. I've also seen it listed as children's music. It could be all of these things. One thing is for sure, it's definitely I Got You Babe by Sonny and Cher. Craig, what's your view? I mean, it's not a patch on Cher's cover of it in the 90s with Beavis and Butthead. But, fucking, uh... Do you know what? Right, here, I've written. <laughs> I remember the Beavis and Butthead one being all over the box. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Uh yeah, I mean, Sonny Bono, nice chap. Yeah, obviously deserving of his place in the pantheon. Better share songs, very much so. Uh, no, I can't. I'm, 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 I'm not down with this jam at all. I'm the polar opposite of <laughs> right. Liam. I'm, I could not. <laughs> you, you, I you've could made, not you've made the top of my head lift off a little bit. So you went... <laughs> it seemed like it was going to be positive... Then it went negative with, I'm not down with these jams. <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> right. I'm not being rude, Craig, because we we both, yeah. we've, right. So I'm keep, you're yeah, bin. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, but right, hold, yeah. hold on. We, we're we not the story here. We are not no. the story here. Because lest we forget, let's go back about four minutes. Liam heard the first bar. 
and then went, can I go? Very politely said, can I go on one? Of course he can go Please, on. sir, can I and go And he's on been one? wearing that dildo hat ever since. So let's turn to him and say, Liam, going on one on the first imposition after the first four seconds, what? Yeah, it's because it's one of the worst pieces of music ever made. <laughs> Everything that Craig said is absolutely on the money, but I think we need to go further than it. Because it's also wildly insincere. Um, it's so, it's this kind of like faux hippiedom thing. The fact that it was famous and broadcast on TV is the antithesis of hippiedom that they purport to represent. And it's just an earworm of epic proportions. And it gets stuck in there and it makes me want to stick pins in myself. Right. So let's just underline this. You are going on one. Uh, dans la poubelle. <laughs> In- oui. Oui. Right. <laughs> okay. Fun times ahead. That was a huge switcheroo. So just in a quick around the room as the fog clears and my head starts spinning. I I quite like I Got You, babe. I think it's timeless. I think it is twee. I think it is insincere. But I, I see all its faults. Both points are obviously valid. I'm just surprised that I'm the only one singing from this particular hymn sheet. Let's see if there's anything that I can give you in my second imposition. I'll bury the lead and say no. <laughs> that will change this as we say hello to unit number one. Eight, four, five, uh, December of 1999 it was at the top for a month so we at least know one of these things let's see if there's anything else okay computer as we go forward it's christmas so christmas double a side and your iranu is that this is the first number one of this millennium as it oh, rolled into. Carry in. so that, yeah. And it's a double A side. And as I think a couple of weeks back, Craig said, well, you know, double A sides were all the rage at one point. And there was one song that was a lot weaker than the other. Is that a sitar? Pretty much. Oh, it's not. Oh, God. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not. Westlife. So what we have on our hands here, what we have on our hands here, gents, is a double A side of covers from Westlife that took us into the new millennium. And I'll be honest with you, if Putin wanted to send the rockets at this point, I would have fully agreed with him. Now, as we (laughs) do, where the salting salting of the earth began straight out the gate in the new millennium. As we we do on the show with a double A side, and we need to present this, uh, we need to play both bits of the double A side. So that was I Have a Dream. Then we put the oblique. And what was the other? What was the AA to the A? Irish as fuck. (laughs) That noise is what happens when you blow down Bewitched. (laughs) Which end? They're omnidirectional, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's um, uh, Seasons in the Sun. Uh, Seasons in the Sun. So, let's let's put the umbrella over this. This is Westlife. (laughs) 
with a cover <laughs> blowing down bewitched again sorry. which, which a cover of abba's i have a dream and jack brell's or if we're being honest terry jacks's version of seasons in the sun this was the first the this was the best of the most popular of uk music as we seared into the new millennium now as i mentioned before craig a couple of weeks back pointed out that there's always the more lame side to one of the double a's not here mate <laughs> both both are pointlessly the double B side. In- <laughs> both are pointlessly insipid readings of abba and i'm gonna still say it's jacques brel because i think i love the idea of westlife covering they should have done my death yeah that would have been incredible um really pointless covers from the most useless of people i mean there's literally nothing here is there even the colors on the cover are apologetic i would right so with this being the uh, the first number one of the uh, the christmas number one and the first number one of new millennium what was it up against it was up against something also famously bad but i'm gonna tell you now i would have preferred cliff richard's millennium prayer to have been number one because at least it's hilariously mockable and denoting of the time rather than just two covers that could have been shat out at any particular point uh i mean i've written here and this is this shows you i must have been in the mood i will read it out but you know if any if there are any children there just cover their ears useless fucking pissy shitters who will never (laughs) offer us anything of merit on this podcast and 11 times as well oh fuck off so yeah westlife Double A side, New Millennium, I Have a Dream, Abba, Abba, Liam's favourite, Abba as well. I'm so happy with my decision to bin on one. So Liam's gone on one, Liam's binned on one. Craig, Yes. a lot of snark from me, a lot of snark. Am I missing something here? Uh, 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 the bewitch, the well, bewitch uh, type. For the longest time, I've always been a biggest fan of. I know. The, uh, I'm not saying. I'm not Kelta. saying it's that. fucking bullshit, right. mate. Don't even start. It's fucking. Well, do you know what I'm going to do? And I, I only do this on certain episodes. Let's move on. Hmm. Unique number one. Yeah. <laughs> Unique number one. Uh, one six three. So we're taking a dive back. Oh, 60s, back into the sixties. Back into the sixties. Uh, this is January sixty four. Three weeks at the top. Okay, computer, anything else, please? Nothing on this one. Hit play. I, I think, again, we've already said pissing in the wind, but I think we're pissing in the wind. So hit play. I'll, I'll put out my defence and then we'll leave it. Right, just before we uh, tell you who it is, Liam, as uh, you know, a music producer, did you that notice anything in that? That is the sharpest snare drum I've ever heard in my life. Oh, you, you, you heard the snare drum. Okay, I'll do this and then we'll play it again because... Right, that was the Searchers with needles and pins. Needles and pins. Uh, pinza. Uh, searchers uh, are a Merseybeat act. Those guitars, that melody... That squeak on the kick drum. Play it again, Liam. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I was obsessed with the snare drum because the snare is like a like a balloon in an Anacoe chamber. Just goes. Yep. God, squeaky um, kick pedal. Breezy, not. How did they miss that? How the fuck? Anyway, breezy, not too try hard. Jangly Mersey Beach from the Searchers, who we encountered previously. And I'll, I'll cryptically say they were holding C.J. Lewis's spaff jar. Uh-huh. Sweets for my sweets. That's when they came up before. Um, How did they go to Here's another hey. coincidental quirk. Who wrote this song? Cher. Sonny Bono. Very close, <laughs> very close. Uh, this song finds the protagonist so bewitched by a girl, he gets needles and pins her when he sees her. Sounds painful. The song ain't, though. The song is fucking lovely. I could go on. I won't. Craig, is this... <laughs> oh, Craig, what would you I, think? I really love the song, but Brilliant. not this version. I grew up with the... There's a live version of Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty doing this in 85. 86. On one of their... Uh, on one of their live albums, and it's fucking fabulous. It is so good, and this... It's sort of... It's one of those songs that's just burned into my brain. Mm. Smokey did a version uh, of it as I well. Really I think they might... Oh, did Smokey yeah, do Smokey it as well? 77. It's been, it's been I mean, treaded so... a few times. This is the version I know. So you know the Tom... I've not heard the Tom Petty and... Uh, yeah. Stevie Nicks? Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, uh, I I really like this song. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of time for this, but I'm currently assessing how much time I have for it compared to what came before. So, on the fence for now. Uh, back to the studio. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, right. So... I can't go. It, it, does it, Liam? Do I need? I mean, you've gone, so it's fine. Do, can I ignore you? Opinions. Am I all right? I, 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 ignore do you have away. Any... Yeah, no need to drag right. this out. I like. Um, I got you, babe, by Sonny and Cher. I hate, mm-hmm. hate the double West dose Life. of Westlife that we've had. And I like searches, needles, and pins. And if I'm being really yep. honest, this would be an absolute message board. Enflaming, softest of soft keeps. Okay, so that leaves us at a softest of soft keeps for me, an Emida bin of sorts from Liam, <laughs> and Craig Lowe currently in his kitchen on a fence. Craig, back to you. Yes. Are you okay there, Craig? <sighs> Craig, it's two Westlife tracks and Sonny and Shares. I got you. Against yeah, a version need- of a song that you don't actually but like. Needles, but it's needles and pins. Yeah, but it's not the one you actually like, is it? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to get the one I like in. That wasn't. A yeah, song. but that's not the game. Uh, it's going to have to go in the bin. Sorry, I can't. I can't let Westlife. He's pretty much the correct answer. <laughs> I was literally about to say pass the Viagra because this soft keep needs to get a bit oh, harder. God. But it changed my mind literally as it was leaving my mouth. I think I think you've made the right decision and I was the one that uh, uh, done a soft keep. Um, mm. I think sense has prevailed. And I think what we do deserve here, and I think we really deserve a good track. I think if we got a Cucumber Castle, yes. this would deem this game as cruel. Unjust. Yeah. Well, let's see when we go for the mucky dip. Here we go. Uh, it's, 
is Rara Rasputin by Boney M. Oh, yes! I'll take it. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. As we've already found out this week, Liam likes a song with a story. Fuck me. There's one for you. Who doesn't love um, fake Jamaican German disco <laughs> reggae? Singing about a, 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 a Russian wizard. Honestly, it could have been 4 minutes 33 and I would have been happy. Um, <laughs> let's crack on. Let's do me to finish off. This so, is batshit. I'm going to do Sorry. something a little bit unusual with this one. I'm going to give you the facts first. So this is unique number one at 735. I'm going to ask Tom York and his little creepy dancing for some <laughs> facts. It's been. I'm going to play the introduction and then I'm going to let Matt talk. Here we go. Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. Over to you, Matthew Leonard. So the only song by Oasis that needs to go in realistically is the song that has gone in, which is some might say when Oasis made one really good album, Warts and All, which was the debut, definitely, maybe, and half a good record, which is their second album, uh, What's the Story, What's, Morning Glory. Which this is from. Which this is from. And this falls, for me, on the duff side of it. I could rattle on about what brought Oasis to their knees for ages, but realistically... And the, you have. Go to Patreon and listen to it on, 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 on one of our bonus parts. But the needle in the haystack is when they changed their drummer from the one good arm and one good leg of Tony McCarroll, which kept that band honest and on a kind of almost really simplistic punk rock trajectory to when they got... One of the White Brothers, I think it was Alan White in, and he brought in the Phil, which filled the 90s. That Phil on every, not just Oasis songs, on everyone's songs. Lazy, 60s light drum fill, which made bands think that they could write these wistful, you know, it really was the kind of like brick pop, jump in the shark type sound. Now, I didn't like this at the time, and it was cemented further that it got co-opted into a kind of Manchester rebirth afterwards, after the shocking events at the Ariana Grande concert, where 22 innocent, mostly children died, and Manchester was looking for something to to lift it up. And we, they weren't going to go for Ariana Grande song, they were going to go for the self-satisfied uh, strains of uh, Noel Gallagher. Now, I know I'm in the minority here, but I find certain decisions made in this song great. The fact that Noel sings uh, lead on a song because his brother's voice had fucking gone and he should have been taken out the back of an abattoir and had a fucking bolt put through his head. Yeah, and they should have ended there. But the rest of it is this band that had some vim, vim, vim and vigour pretending, I mean they had fucking him from uh, the Avengers in the video, it was filmed as if it was, the video as if it was in the 60s, these Rolls Royces these swim pills, it's pantomime bullshit get out of my way sorry if I went on there Craig 
uh, as a self-professed blurite during the uh, the holy wars, it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't like it at the time. Uh, it has a. I mean, for all that Matt said, and he brought up the Ariana Grande situation. I think it was a soaring song that needed to soar at that moment in time right. when Manchester needed lifting. Right. And I think it will be sort of drilled into our head watching the Ariana Grande concert and hearing that absolutely screamed out from the crowd. And I think that nudges it the other way. I'm not a fan, but it it has its moments. It certainly, it's, a, it's not a good song. It has moments of excellence, uh, in a, a, a sea of mediocrity. The chorus works. Can I underline that, actually? Yes. The chorus does do its job. It is proper arms round, you know. It, we've yeah. used the term music for people that don't like music a lot. Oasis <laughs> are the archetype for that. Oasis are the people that brought football fans into gigs. You know, they, they and, you know, us dreadful football fans love nothing more than group singing. I don't know where I stand on this. I have yet to form an opinion about this tune. So I never liked it at the time. I still think there's a lot of it in there that is incredibly dirgy. You know, it is that... Yeah, it's a Noel Gallagher song. Yeah. It's lo- He's not changed 30 years. And also, moved. guys, can I just say, what is Noel Gallagher's bit of plagiarism on this one? Do you know how he used to use his bit of plagiarism as his calling card? This is the one that rip, rips off Imagine. Imagine. And I can't wait for yeah. you guys to talk about Imagine. Um, that'll happen now somewhere. Um, there is something about it though that I just find distasteful. However, it seems to have taken on a bit of a life of its own beyond it being a song or a piece of music because of the Ariana Grande thing and all that. Um, and I just can't quite, quite, quite like chop it into something that's understandable for me. This song is almost beyond it being music. It's something else now. So I'm what were, to say what were the on? singles off uh, Morning Glory? I'll just draw. I'm trying to find something relative. That's the one of the worst songs ever written. I really quite like Champagne. What's the story? Did, what's it. the story get a release uh, in America only? Um, Roll with so it was some a single, ma- wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh oh god, it was just the time of shit, wasn't it? Just fucking fucking shit. Because some might say is on morning glory that kind of bridges the Mm. two albums together yeah look it's probably the second best single off what's this uh, the story morning glory yeah because chorus does its job but i just it's no all around the world my next number one is unique That's fucking face. His unique number one, 557 and if this i honestly don't know which way this is going to sway you both um, because there's a lot happening here. So, five hundred and fifty-seven. This is the one for the first time on the seventh of. It's nine August. Yes, September. September. It's no, September, September. Craig. Come on, it's catching. Nineteen eighty-five. So good year. Oh, good year. Um, shit. It was number one for four weeks. Let's ask for some facts, shall we? <laughs> Ah, with the fucking button. Wake up! It's all we need! I'm going to tell you what the charity was before we do anything else. And it was for Band-Aid. So this oh. is this is someone who didn't get involved in the original who thinks they could throw a few 
bits I reckon money. Oh! Didn't get the <laughs> I've just realised it. I reckon you'll get it from the first. <laughs> is, it, is it two people, Liam? It is two people. <laughs> the thing that gets me is um, just before it properly drops and like the horns kick in and stuff. If you're listening to this on headphones, you'll find this easier. On your right hand ear, just, just as they say the last place name, the other person goes, oh, oh. <gasps> I know what it is. Yeah. In we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Love it. Okay. I fucking love it. Tokyo, it's cocaine, Mitch. That is, of course, David Bowie and Mick Jagger doing Dancing in the Street. Um, It's fucking joyful nonsense for a fairly good cause. Um, I will say it's fairly badly judged in some places, given that it's Bowie and Jagger. Um, Jagger's second appearance of the week, actually, which is unusual. Um, There are some questionable choices made in this performance, and particularly in some of the fashion choices and dance moves in the video. However, it is an absolute banger filled with homoeroticism that I cannot get enough of. Um, I think it is better than the original. Right, right, wait, wait. Hello, wait. Craig, Phil Collins, right. where, where are you? Someone's not had the pills today. Oh, I've not. Well remembered, actually. Craig, where do you stand on David Bowie and Mick Jagger doing Dancing in the Street? Right, my memory of this song is we had, in my house when I was young, had the proto DVD, which was video CD. Oh, gosh. And the best, of, the best of Bowie got a two CD release on that. And it being uh, MP1 format... It was fucking blocky as fuck. <laughs> and when this video plays, it just couldn't keep up. I mean, it was just a sea of square colours as they frantically <laughs> moved around the screen. And that is my one lasting memory of this. Also, just David Bowie just not being able to match Mick's energy by the time he finally gets in there. You've got Mick screaming for okay. all that it's worth. And and then Dave comes in with, It's an invitation to cross the nation. <laughs> <laughs> just like come on Dave come on I uh, yeah, right so we've been doing this for quite a long time you know like kind of 30 yeah, 40 months now, yeah. and you know that I can have opinions but I'm you know I can always take on board other people's opinions and, and hopefully I always try and get behind and understand why this I've never got why people hate this no, me neither. It's silly. I, it's very it's, silly. Oh, it's ridiculous. And for me, it is nothing. It is. It's nothing to do with it being Bowie and Jagger, and it's everything to do with it being Bowie and Jagger. It almost feels like they're sending them. Both of them are sending themselves up, and I absolutely loved it. I loved it as a kid, <laughs> and then it was never. Because let's be honest. It's only ever mentioned as a derisory note. Someone says, oh, yeah, it's like fucking duet. It's as bad as Bowie and Jagger. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, oh, shit. No one ever talks about it. 
I think it's the charity context of it. I mean, if this were a comic relief single, everyone would be all over it because of its silly funness, but you re-edit the video and slap in some harrowing footage of starving Ethiopians between them two flailing around like dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quick sidebar on the video. We've we've all we've we've all lived through the internet age thus far and oh, we the silent are, one. The silent video. <laughs> if no one is if you don't know what I'm on about, you must know what I'm on about actually, but you know the kind of where they strip they strip the music off and someone foleys the video, re-foleys the video. This, forget any others, this is the best, the best, the best, the best one. It's so good. They're both mental. Craig's right, they're both off their fucking box. This talk, no, their vocal takes were both one, if not two takes. Right, I'll just say it. There's nothing to dislike here. No, it's great. I've I've got a lot of time for this. Um so we've coming off Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger and Dancing in the Streets, so it's very much a mixed bag. Let's see if the last one um tempts you either way or the other. This is unique number one, one thousand and forty six. It was first number one on the 11th of November, because I can do 11, 2006. Any facts for me? Johnny Greenwood, I think he's in Radiohead. It's Does been... people in Radiohead? No, just Tom Young, dancing like a woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one Week Wonder. Um, yeah. When are you going to start playing the music, mate? Put your hands up. Put your hands up for Detroit. I love this city. That is Feddy Legrand with Put Your Hands Up for Detroit. Um, it was part of about a, a three-week period in the mid-noughties where Electro House was a thing, along with Simeon Mobile Disco and... Justice and who are them French buggers? Um, digital, uh, digitalism, that kind of just this, this dirge or this kind of tidal wave of slop of Electro House. And I quite like it. It's fucking <laughs> stupid and it's throwaway and it's two and a half minutes long and it doesn't st- outstay its welcome. Ooh. So I've got a lot of time for that. Um, I'm going to go to Craig next. Craig, tell me how much you don't care about this. <laughs> On a scale of one I mean, to seven. Can I say, I feel really sorry for Craig here, because we've, we've only... But I'm going to ask for more. Are you going to ask for a more song, Craig? We need more, surely. No, I'm really not, because on a level of apathy from one to seven, I'm giving it a T. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I could... I could not care any less about this, and... Uh, yeah, this. The, I mean, this is so far from my wheelhouse. It's and it's it's. No, I mean, other opinions are available. Give Matt a bit more so he can have a fun in, and we'll uh, we'll move on. It, it doesn't do anything else. But here you go. Here's a bit more. I love that hook. I love that hook. And the thing is, how. How am I meant to judge this? It's really nice and skippy. Well, this is the thing. How am I meant to judge this? Right? You meant Does to it look need... at David Bowie. 
No, 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 forget, no, forget the rest. Let's just drill into this for a second. Does this need much thought? I don't think it needs much thought, right? I like the almost John Lydon delivery of the put your hands up for, you know, it's like, it, it throws back to that time. There's some EDM. Uh, can we not come up with a better name? There's some there's some electronic dancey music. Oh, it's the same, isn't it? Um, that we can dwell on and has got, you know, something to e- e- extrapolate. But this isn't one. This is just daft. It's fun. And I quite like this. It's like a, it's like a good... I don't know, Repo Man. Like, it comes in, bashes the door down, gets the job It's a nice smell. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice build-up to the riff, just enough time for you to get your poppers out of your pocket, have a whiff, and then hit it again. Hit it again. <laughs> Another 30, 40 seconds later. Is that homophobic? <laughs> I'm in <emming> that. <laughs> Depends how distended it is. <laughs> now he's wearing the dildo <laughs> <laughs> the title of the pod <laughs> um, oh, I'm, okay, so I'll, let's, I'll be let's fucked I don't, I don't know where I'm going here I so, don't know where I'm going Craig hit me baby yes not with any poppers just hit me <laughs> don't look back in anger uh, dance in the street Mick and David's that's Mick and David's <laughs> Mick and David <laughs> would have been so much better if it was just Mick and David um, and Feddy Legrand's put your hands up for Detroit uh, soft bin, soft bin from Craig. It is a strong keep from me. I can't bin the last two, and I'm so conflicted about don't look back in anger. Um, which means that Matt, you have the deciding vote. You are the I don't know. The uh, I can't do an analogy. You have the deciding vote. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm going to go this way, but I'm keeping it. <laughs> Right, I have no idea. It just seems the right thing to do. It's, sometimes it's, you just know it in your soul. I can't make any right sense of what I've just done. What's the issue? Well, I hate, I hate. Don't look back in anger. Put your hands up for Detroit. Put, I, which I thought was all right. Get them up. And, <laughs> Mick and Dave, Michael and Co- David. Cokey Dave. Michael and David. <laughs> well, anyway. What a silly start to the new year. This has been mental. What a silly, silly start. It's been a, a crazy, crazy week. We've had go on ones. We've had much laughter and joy, I'm sure. But what did you think? Did you enjoy it? Did we make the right choices? I think we did. On the whole, I don't think I, don't know, I can't think of anything different we would have done. Uh, but I fucking could. <laughs> uh, get in touch by heading over to the socials. Head over to facebook.com and you will. Why, why do I have the dot com as if this is nineteen ninety seven still? HTTP <laughs> slash slash. Yeah, call them backslash. Yeah, backslash backslash. Uh, Worldwideweb.facebook.com in the little box at the top with a uh, magnifying glass. Type in every number one ever. Scroll down a bit, because we won't be the top results, so scroll down a few, <laughs> and you'll see our logo in there, with any luck. Uh, click on that. Uh, yeah, and uh, feel free to comment or 
send us a little post that way and uh, Matt will have a look at it because neither me or Liam are on that particular social media website. It's all me. <laughs> uh, head over to x.com. Uh, which sounds like a 1997 porno site, but is actually the leading social media site of the 2020s. And search E-N-O-E podcast, send us a tweet over there. Uh, head over to every number one everycom where you'll find a link tree of all the various sites that we're on, including our Patreon. Uh, if you fancy throwing a few pennies our way, we will be much appreciated to keep the lights on. There you will find all sorts of bonus tiers over there where you'll have access to bonus pods. Uh, reviews, uh, extra little tidbits, picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome, coming to a t-shirt near you soon, <laughs> silent shouts, <laughs> without pandering on any further, Liam, after this, uh, do I want to know what the Patreon looks like after this week, this, this messy, messy week? With a third hit, by the way, when you type in yeah, every number one ever. Oh, nice. With a third hit. Melted. Number three. Into the Pantheon this week has gone The Rolling Stones, the last time a classic bit of early stonage, followed by Joe Meek, much to Craig's disappointment, uh, with John Layton's Johnny Remember Me, both of those hitting the Pantheon, alongside Silence is Golden by someone called the Tremlin. Um, thankfully, however, Sonny and Cher have been torpedoed in midships and have been Madness. sunk under the weight of I Got You Babe. Um, they drag down with them the legs of various Irish boys um, with I Have a Dream and Seasons in the Sun and Needles and Pins by the Searchers is also adrift um, like a bloated corpse on a summer tide. All of those hit the bin hard to be replaced by someone who I think actually did die in a river, Rasputin by Boney M. Did he die in a river? I think they drowned him he, in the he, end. He was, was he not hung drunk quartered? Something anyway. like that. Well, yeah, it's, it, yeah. I don't know. Russian wizard. Um, finally, Oasis is, 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 is Don't Look Back in Anger. Fede Legrand's Put Your Hands Up for Detroit. And Dave and Mick, Dave and Michael's Dancing in the Streets. I can't believe we let two Micks in Coked this week. up in insanity. Made it into the Pantheon. Rounding us out with a nice, solid seven. Matthew. Um, Wow. This podcast is obviously going to be getting weirder and madder as as the year goes on. So uh, hold on to our coattails or our dildo hat. By the end of the year, we'll be way over the halfway mark as well. Holy smokes. It's like we're going to finish this, isn't it? Um, Liam, thanks so much, mate. A joy. Craig, for your time as usual. Yes, it was uh, certainly a podcast. There's absolutely no doubt that we should end today with Johnny Remember Me or The Last Time by the Rolling Stones, but we're not. We're going to end with (laughs) David and Michael's reading of Dancing in the Street because something's obviously come over us and I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing. Do stick with us because I don't know where it's going to go. They don't know where it's going to go and you don't either. So let's see, eh? Love you lots. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.